This Mother's Day, celebrate the extraordinary women in your life with a heartfelt gift from Blue Nile. Whether it's for your mom, a mother figure, or yourself as a mom, find that perfect piece to express your love and appreciation. Explore Blue Nile's exquisite pearls and mesmerizing gemstones that she's sure to love. Enjoy fast shipping options like guaranteed free shipping and returns. Make this Mother's Day unforgettable with a piece from Blue Nile. Right now, get up to 50% off at BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, Right. For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Hello, I'm Sandy Toxvig, and this is We Will Get Past This where I welcome you into my calm room of books, so I can share tales from history of various deeds. Some brave, some baffling, others downright idiotic, in a bid to comfort the soul in this challenging time we find ourselves in. Some of these were recorded with specific dates in mind, but as we've all come to realise, none of that kind of thing really matters. My diary's wide open. There are no rules about when something can be enjoyed, so take a moment to relax and remember this. We will get past this. Hello there, come on in, have a seat. Oh, it's been a while, but how comfortable to be sitting here once again. Today I'm marking November the 12th, which, as it happens, is the day the World Wide Web first reared its twinkling head as a concept. It was on this day in 1990 that the British computer scientist Tim Berners-Lee first published his proposal for the WWW and the rest, frankly, is a legacy of videos about kittens, quite a lot of porn, conspiracy theories, and the occasional useful titbit. For example, it was the web which pointed out to me that it was the 12th of November in 1892 that Pudge Heffelfinger became the first professional American football player on record, participating in his first paid game for the Allegheny Athletic Association. Pudge Heffelfinger. I mean, if more sports had competitors with such excellent names, why I might even pay attention. Uh, the day the internet blows out the 30th candle on its virtual cake seems the ideal moment to publish a book. That ancient invention, a collection of paper which you can take to bed with you without disturbing your circadian rhythms. Here in the UK we are into our second lockdown. It was during the first, back in March 2020, that I first started doing these broadcasts and I wanted to share the result with you. When I started the Vox Tox Talks, I began with an old book I have called The Book of Days, written in 1869 by Robert Chambers. It's a wonderful volume, breaking history down into bite-sized chunks. The only problem is, I could hardly find any women. What I did find in it today was, however, rather appropriate. For November the 12th, Chambers writes about the Order of Fools, uh, which was founded on this day in 1381 in the Duchy of Cleves. It was a charitable endeavour in which the boys adopted the figure of a fool or jester as their emblem and set about doing good works. Sadly, it no longer exists, which is weird, as the world has no shortage of fools. I haven't done these talks for a while because I had to go and make actual TV, pay the mortgage, and then the pesky kids also needed my attention, but there is not a day goes by that I don't have a quick ponder on the history we may all have forgotten. As usual, on this day, at least according to Wikipedia, women on the whole stayed home. I mean, 
they're not recorded as having done anything of note. Too busy loading the dishwasher. As ever, we have loads of details about boys busy being both brilliant and foolish. It was on this day in 1970 that the Oregon Highway Division attempted to destroy a rotting beached sperm whale by blowing it up. Three days earlier, the 45-foot-long, eight-ton whale had washed ashore at Florence on the central Oregon coast. For some reason, Oregon beaches were under the jurisdiction of the state's highway division, who made the executive decision to get rid of the whale using dynamite. The theory was that the explosion would render the large creature into bite-sized pieces, which could then be eaten by the birds. A man called George Thornton was put in charge because his boss was away hunting. George decided that the correct amount of dynamite for this job was half a ton. That's 450 kilos of dynamite. 20 cases of the stuff. A military veteran with explosives training happened to be in the area. He said it was way too much and 20 sticks would be plenty. But by now, George was already loading his half ton into the whale. A crowd gathered and at 3.45pm, the match was lit. The resulting explosion caused Blubber to travel an astonishing distance, landing near buildings and in parking lots some distance away from the beach with chunks of whale blown backwards towards the onlookers. Even so, only part of the whale was disintegrated and no birds descended to eat the tasty morsels as they'd all been frightened away by the enormous bang. George was promoted, of course he was, but no one ever tried to blow up a whale again. I mean, it's a marvellous story of ineptitude, which pleasingly echoes some of our present-day leaders' attempts to clear up modern-day messes which have reached our shores. It is time, really, that we could do with leaders who had a bit more about them. Women like Zoe Porphyrogenita, who just about makes it into today's history pages. Somewhere around the 11th or 12th of November in 1028, nobody could be bothered to be specific, Zoe took the Byzantine throne as empress consort to her husband, Romanos III. The Byzantine Empire was basically the eastern half of the Roman Empire, uh, based at Constantinople, which today we call Istanbul. It wasn't a marriage made in heaven. Zoe's dad had been emperor, and when he was dying, he forced Romanos to divorce his wife and marry Zoe instead. Zoe was fully 50 years old by this time, and possibly not thrilled with the match. She took a lover called Michael, who was young, which was good, but a servant, which was not. A few years later, Emperor Romanus was found dead in the bath, with the blame being placed either on Zoe or Michael, or possibly both. Zoe didn't hang around. She married Michael the same day Romanus was found floating, and her new husband was crowned Emperor Michael, which doesn't sound right, within 24 hours. I don't know what the protocol is with these things, but it does seem a tad hasty. Sadly, Michael turned against her, she made her sister become a nun, and the marvellously named John the Eunuch kept interfering. Eventually, Zoe took power with her sister, Michael was blinded and made to become a monk. I mean, it's a story of intrigue, murder and sex, which is just the sort of Netflix series which has kept me going. Pretty much any website about history on the internet will disappoint if you go in search of such fabulous women's stories. Over the course of many lockdown weeks and then months, I realised that what I really wanted was a book of days, but packed with women. I couldn't find one, so I wrote one. On November the 12th, we are publishing Toxvig's Almanac, inspired by the daily Vox Tox chats from my library. In it, you can turn to any day of the year, well, for example, November the 12th, 
and read about an astonishing woman. It was on this day in 1648 that Sor Juana Inés de la Cruz was born. She was a Mexican child prodigy, a writer, philosopher, composer, poet, and nun who wrote what is considered to be the very first feminist manifesto. Sadly, it led to her condemnation by the Bishop of Puebla and having fallen out of favour, she was forced to sell her collection of books and devote herself to the poor. She died the following year in 1695 of the plague. Writing this has made me realise yet again how little I know. In the literature of the Tamil people of India and Sri Lanka, there was a poet known as Avaya. It translates literally as respectable woman. As is often the case with women in early recorded history, we don't know much about her. She may even have been three women over several generations, but certainly there is a record of her writing as far back as the 3rd century BC. Her words of wisdom have been passed down to us, and over thousands of years her voice still resonates as she reminds us, what you have learned is a mere handful, what you haven't learned is the size of the world. My almanac is just a starting point, but I would really like to thank all the people who encouraged me when I started out on my history quest, which far from finishing here, stretches before us all. Do dip into this book, and then please go find yourself fabulous females of history. Take care, and be kind. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High-quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search. Match. With Indeed, when I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. That's Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply.